It's showtime. Breaking news from the BS and Beer News Desk. Welcome in to another edition of the Beer Chaser. I'm your host, Dale. With me today, we've got Tomas and my beer run buddy, Craig. What's up, man? Ho, ho, holy shit. Where's the Tylenol? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Full bunch in today. Um, But we got some good news, man. The Saints pulled out a win. 28 to 6 over the Panthers. We're feeling good. We're feeling good. So uh talk to me, Tomas. What you what you thinking so far? Well, I think that special teams pull through. I think the defense, for the most part, showed up. Still can't stop a running quarterback, but that's because of other things. Uh, but again, another Sad performance by the quarterback. But, eh, you know, I know people that say it's not his fault. Okay. <laughs> I, I would disagree. Okay. I feel All attacked. Right. The, the Saints uh, ended this game with 110 passing yards. My God. Um, yes. But, hey, we put up 28 points. So, uh, guess what, what you want to see? 300 yards. 18 points. No. 100 no. yards. I, I want to see I want to see four touchdowns in the red zone and I want to see Jimmy Graham catch all four. There you go. Okay, there you go. Tomas got Jimmy Graham on the fantasy team. Well, yeah, spoken like a fantasy owner. <laughs> no, sir. I, I do not have Graham on my fantasy team. Nor do I have Carr on my fantasy team. Well, you see Dennis Allen and Pete Carmichael, they both wanted to draft uh, Jimmy Graham onto their fantasy teams. And when they didn't get him, they decided to make sure he never got the ball until it was oh. week 15 or whatever. Yeah, makes, sense. makes sense. Makes sense. Do you all curse on, on the live show? Do I have to save this for beer run or? or no, go right ahead. Right. <laughs> uh, we, we believe in the First Amendment on this show. Oh, God bless America. Exactly. So say whatever the hell you want to say. <laughs> have you guys ever felt worse about a dominant victory than that one? Like the Panthers are so horrible that like even even in victory, I'm uh, bad taste in your mouth. And that's not just from the non-alcoholic beer I'm drinking. Just a dirty taste in your mouth. Ah, man. Just can't stop a running quarterback. They started running the ball down our throats the second half. The fact that they didn't score a touchdown is just blowing my mind. When Sanders ripped off that long run and got him down inside the five, I'm like, there it is. There it is. We're going to need Derek Carr to come back. We're screwed and never ended up happening. Oh, I no idea what's going on. But they had over like 200 yards, didn't they? Uh, running, rushing the ball. If they didn't, it felt like it. I think they had over 200. Probably. Yeah. 400, maybe. I don't know. Did they, they have 500 yards rushing? They may have because it I seemed like every time anyone handed the ball off, there was gaping holes again. Yeah. Well, I, 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 Bryce Young's not a running quarterback, but he runs against us and nobody else. He ran against us in week two, also. And then didn't run against anybody. And then today, what do you have? Three first downs on on scrambles. Well, I think when you're that small, you're kind of scared to get hit by, you know. It's scary. Well, he saw he saw how Kyler Murray dealt with uh, his career getting banged up every season and just decided not to get hit. And imagine Murray he he's got a, a, a stronger physique than Young does. Young's got no place to put weight on, you know. Mm. So, hey Dale, you've muted yourself. We can't hear you. Oh, why did you tell him? Uh, it was so much better this way. Because he goes like this. He goes. <laughs> it's the best he's ever sounded. All right, say something now, Dale. Oh, uh, God, he's still uh, muted. Uh, he's still muted. Beautiful. Oh. Beautiful. Okay, well, Craig, you and I will just have to um, interpret for when Dale says something, we can interpret it. Okay, Dale, just lift your eyebrows really high if I say something that doesn't make sense to you, and then smile if it makes sense. And then we'll just go by your facial reactions. Now this is going. Um, Derek Carr has not been the problem every week, but boy, howdy, it is really hard to say that he didn't miss a lot of opportunities today. And, and so I think a lot of it is scheme. 
because they yeah. asked him to throw a lot of short passes. I mean, at one point he had 12 completions for 40 yards. Like that's insanity to me. I don't, the screen so, game was non-existent. Every time we threw a screen, we lost five yards. So, so do you think they asked him to pass short? Or are I, you think, just saying- I think that's part of it though. I think that, that they saw how bad Carolina's offense was, how yeah. bad their offense matched up against our defense and decided yeah. Don't take shots. Don't risk it. Don't put the ball in jeopardy. You know, they're not going to score on us. So be careful with it and be, be you know, cautious. But, but how was that different than last week, Craig? Or the week before? Uh, or the week before that? That's the thing, <laughs> is it looks like strategy this week and it looked like incompetence last week. I don't get this oh, team. Oh, I see. I don't get this team. I, I see. Well, yeah. Yeah. Just, just remember who's calling the plays. I believe that's called Pete Carmichael. Yeah, that's, that's him. That's the... The uh, common denominator in all yes. of this. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, sure. So let, let's start early on. Um, wait, wait, wait. We... I think Dale's lost control of this show already. So uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. We're <laughs> off the rails here, guys. Yeah, early on, the, the Saints stopped them on the first possession, uh, for, force a punt and everything. Uh, the Saints, after their first possession, they get the ball, they get the ball into the red zone, and we fail. We come up with a, a field goal and groupie misses a 29-yarder. Um, that was not a good way to start things, especially when you're thinking, hey, groupie is like our number one offensive weapon. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they, they tried to blame that on the holder. Did you see that? They said, well, yes. he didn't turn the ball fast enough. Oh. So messed the timing up. And groupie felt the same way. As soon as it left his foot, he turned around and looked down at the holder. Mm. So. Yeah, we have a petulant, spoiled child as our kicker, and he's about the same size as a child, so it's all relative, I guess. I hate special teams. I hate all of them. <laughs> Play football, God's sake. Yep. Um, we saw the Saints defense get a turnover off of a Howden blitz. Uh, Werner Kip came up with it. It was was that rule a fumble or an interception? It was a pick. Okay. Uh, no, no, they went back and said that it was not a. Did they change it? Yeah, they said it was a fumble. Okay. They never touched the ground, though. He, right. And that's why I didn't know if it was motion. Or pick. They said he didn't make a forward motion for a pass, so they called it a fumble. Okay. Oh, yeah, they took it out. Yeah. All right. We well, go. then we suck. We can't even pick off Bryce Young. This defense is pathetic. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that, that was a, a nice play there by the defense, getting that turnover. Um, however, the offense gets the ball back. We can't turn it into points. Um, that was pretty much the the story early on, right? Uh, with this, this offense kind of kind of struggling early. So yeah, it was very samey with the red zone offense early. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, so then our next possession, we get the ball. AK is able to score a touchdown, um, and this is like the start of the second quarter here. And it was a red zone touchdown, so. Shout out to the Saints for converting the red zone touchdown. At this point, it's seven nothing Saints, um, and and in this point in the game, we have seventy two yards rushing by the Saints. But did you notice that uh, in, in that nine yard run that Kamara scored? The only reason he scored is because he pushed Pete out the way. <laughs> I'm serious. He pushed Pete out the way to get in because Pete wasn't moving his guy. So I was like, hey. oh. you know. Okay. That happens more often than you might think. I've, I've had more than a couple of running backs banging on my backside trying to get in the end zone. Yeah, <laughs> the hell out the fat. That man. sounded way oh, off. Fat man. <laughs> this is live. I can't even. We can't even edit that out. That's. <laughs> you asked if you could say anything you the time to say. That, did, Let's did all forget say... about the time that I said something about backsides and banging in with running backs. That's all. Wait, wait. Let's get that out. <laughs> I thought you said you asked if you could say these kinds of things, and we oh, said, "Sure, yes. go ahead." You know what? Uh, the half a percent of alcohol in that Lagunitas has got me swimming right now. So I'm not responsible for my actions or behavior. Well, Craig, okay. don't don't be like the Buffalo coach and start talking about terrorists. Uh, Ooh, I can't, I can't edit that. Okay. As South Park dictated, there is a finite period of time when things become funny again, and he missed it by like three weeks. So, you know. Yep. There we go. Right. Dennis Allen used a horse racing analogy for his uh-huh. motivational speech. How the fuck are you supposed to football players? And you're going to tell me about horse racing? What? What the hell are you talking about? You could not find two more different sports. Shut up, Dennis Allen. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, there we go. Victory, I want to fire him into the sun. <laughs> I, I think he was talking about all the nags that he's bet on that he's lost on. Mm. That's mm. probably what this what his little speech was about. Now, don't be like well, coincidentally, me. we all bet on him, and we're losing too. <laughs> That's my point. That's my point. You got it. <laughs> See, my speech would work. Yeah. Yeah, um, my speech would work because it would be right behind a new head coach that we just hired. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so part of the thing that you talked about earlier, Tomas, uh, with Bryce Young scrambling, um, we saw him get out for a first down in the second quarter on a third and long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, they, it, it's not a question that he can't scramble. I, I believe he can, you know, but – you know, there comes a point where these young kids have to learn how to produce in the pocket. And I think perhaps their their quarterback coaches said that to them, you know, look, you got to learn how to read the defense. You have to learn. So try not to scramble. You have this capability. But when it comes to the Saints, you know, Granderson can hold a corner, but the other players can't hold a corner. So all he has to do is break to that left side and off he goes, which is exactly what he did. Mm-hmm. You know, and I still say, you know, I was saying, saying, having this conversation with my wife, you know, uh, we have the Mario has lost at least one step. You know, Cam has lost probably two. Uh, Honey Badger's probably lost three. So we have slow people playing on the defense. I mean, it's just that simple, you know. Uh, so you, you're going to expect these running quarterbacks to take off. He's not necessarily a running quarterback, but he's young, he's agile, and he's got some speed, so he's going to go, mm-hmm. you know. So... I think that 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 points out one of the great weaknesses on this team. You know, we just don't have speed. You you know, being an SEC person watching, you know, uh, one of my alma maters, Kentucky, right? Okay. They didn't really become effective in the SEC until they decided to get SEC players, right? They they had a lot of good young kids playing, but they were two steps slow, so they couldn't really compete. When they brought up the overall speed of the defense, all of a sudden they could compete. Well, it's the same thing in the pros. It's no different. You know, you don't have the speed on defense. Baba Billiet, you know? So, my opinion. Craig, do you agree? So, so two, two things about that. Two things. We are a slow okay. defense. But I think it's scheme, too. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of defensive backs with their back to the football. And there's a lot of linebackers who are kind of out of position. Because we noticed that before they lost these steps – we still had trouble with running quarterbacks. You know, Cam Newton yes. stuff gave us all trouble. You know, it, it, we've never we've never been good against a running quarterback. But now that we're slow, we're real bad at it. And two, one thing I want to point out, of the three of us, the one of us with a Santa hat should be Tomas because that is a glorious-looking Santa beard you got going on right now. It's <laughs> as hell for this time of year, and I support it. Thank you, sir. I just trimmed it up this morning, so it was actually about like this this morning, but – Ho, ho, ho. There it is. There it is. Yeah. Now, I, I can't, you can't bring me down. You can't bring me down about our crappy Saints team still being dragged into a tie for first place. Buccaneers won, by the way. We are in a three-way tie at six and seven. Once again, they pull us back in. But you can't drag me down for that because I'm going to the game next week. We are not eliminated from the playoffs. We're not eliminated from a top 10 pick either. It's all in front of us, guys. Let's do this. I have a prediction. Are you ready for my prediction? All right. What's that? We have four games left. We will win three of the four that are left Ooh. and end up at least nine and eight and winning the South. Do we lose in, in Los Angeles? That's the only one I'm thinking that we lose, yes. If we win on division games, we would probably win the division at this rate. <laughs> well, we have Atlanta, we have Tampa, so we can make up for the two losses that we have there. We and do, we what, have the and Giants, eight? which you're going to go there and give us the good luck. You know, this is – you know, I'm counting on you bringing us luck at that game. So there oh, you if, go. if we lose that game, it is directly on me. Yes, it is. I will blame you. Absolutely. I should. And, so and when is it. that game? What, what's the date? Is, is that a December game or a January game? Which one? The Giants. Oh, it's, it's the next next week. It's, yeah. it's next week. It's number, yeah. oh, okay. Well, then I definitely blame you. <laughs> <laughs> if it was oh. in January, I'd blame me because I'm not drinking in January. So there you go. But next week, I'll still be drinking. So definitely what I'm hearing from Tomas yes. is he's calling for the Saints to make the playoffs. Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? He has been hovering over that button 
so itchy for about 10 minutes. Now. I have. I keep, someone's going to say playoffs. I'm going to push the button. I'm going to do it. Yes. Someone's going to say it. If I have. Playoffs? We can't <laughs> stop the run. We can't stop the pass. We can't pass the ball. We played like poop. <laughs> now, to be fair, I'm not even sure that was an impression. That's just what Tomas sounds like when he gets rolling. If anybody here has heard <laughs> a nice Tomas Lance. Wait, wait. I can use my deep voice if you like. Uh, yeah. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Easy. Our female listeners are going to be turning the volume up right now. <laughs> You know, uh, I could use the special Santa voice. Guys, 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 guys. Some of us have wives that listen to this show. Okay, let's tone and down the sex you like appeal. for your special holiday gift? Hey, I, I got a Fanta here now. Like, and, and have a little, have have a little Barry White thing in the this back. This would be like if, Feliz if Santa Claus. This is like if Santa Claus was written in a romance novel. That's what we're looking at right now. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. That's better than that. There you go. Melinda. Is it a Spanish Santa? That's amazing. Yes. There's, there's a North Pole joke in here somewhere. Let's all move on before we get our candy canes out. Well, you know, it's a, a telenovela kind of thing. You know. There yeah, it is. I, I got I got Papa Noel up in here, man. That's, <laughs> That's right. All right. So the Panthers get on board with the uh, field goal and makes it seven to three Saints. Um, and and also in this game. I, I did not realize that it was legal to hit a rugby style punter, like no no matter what, like you can just lay him out. Yeah, but once once he starts running to the side, you can't hit him. You can hit him yeah. because otherwise they would just run to the side that they're going to punt and then just keep going, and you couldn't hit him. You know, so as soon as he as soon as he takes that angle and takes breaks stride, then fair game. Which fair, just kick the fucking ball, you idiot. God, I hate rugby. <laughs> But wait now, does that also mean that if you're a quarterback and you move from the center of the pocket, but you don't make it outside the tackle box and you get hit, that it shouldn't count either? Should that not, I mean, shouldn't be roughing the quarterback if you get off your spot, but you're still inside the box? Shouldn't well, if you're playing either? Tom Brady, it is like that. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. What was I thinking about? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Well, um. So when the uh, when the Panthers got the ball back, they were forced to punt, and the Saints actually blocked the punt. Uh, it's Sewell got in there, and Paging Craig, DeMarco Jackson picks it up and scores a touchdown for yeah. the Saints. It's actually fourteen to three. Hey Dale, how many touchdowns does that guy from LSU have? Because I bet it's zero. I believe I believe Clark has zero touchdowns. Craig. Yeah. So yeah, Woo. you you're you're right. You're right there, Craig. <laughs> have to uh have to give you that one there, Craig. So there you go. <laughs> and I like those two uh linebackers. Uh Sewell well, and, and coming off of a uh, pretty line, big yeah. year, a pretty big week last week. Yeah. Um yeah. and he follows it up with a, a nice special teams yeah. play. Like I think I think you're gonna find him uh, in the lineup. Yeah, I like he's both rangy. Of them. He's undersized though. He gets he gets pushed around a little bit. Mm-hmm. If you get a guard on him, it's over. Yep. So, um, well, right now he's center. Wait, what would well, you center, say? As we know, centers are are fragile, tiny people with uh, sensitive oh. egos. So we oh. try to leave the centers out of this. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Right before halftime. Car throws and it's intercepted. Uh, it's really good play by Derek Brown on the defensive line for the Panthers. He deflected too. the ball and caught it uh, for that interception. So, held like, by him. how much worse does, does Derek Carr's stat line look with that one random ass pick thrown in there? Like, sure, it, it, we know it's bad for for you know the yards per attempt and everything like that. But if you take that pick away, it still looks like, okay, we were just being conservative. That one random little interception on his stat line makes it look like he had a bad game, which he did. But, you know, it looks worse. I mean, yeah, you can't, you can't argue. All right, you, you guys go – it looks like you guys go chronologically through this game. How good was that throw to get uh, Jimmy Graham to get us down there? And then that slant to Olave. I've never seen Carr throw a good slant before. And that slant on the touchdown to Olave was perfect. Oh yeah, so yeah is yeah, he yeah. figuring shit out, or do are the Panthers just terrible? I don't know what's going on. And I, we have I, wait, 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 wait. The pass to Graham. If Graham's not six eight and but jumps he up, 
to 11 feet to catch the freaking ball. But he is six foot eight and jumped 11 feet in the air. Yeah, That's why you throw that ball. Okay, wait. So you're saying that Carr dropped back, calculated that Jimmy Graham being six eight, jumping up to nine, you know, <laughs> nine one. I'm going to throw the ball right there at nine one for yep. Jimmy to catch. Yes, I think you throw a high a high pass to a tall guy who jumps up and used to play basketball. Yes, you throw a high point. That's what I think. <laughs> and I think Olave should have caught that deep ball early in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, shout out Patty. Uh glad to see you listening in on on the show here. Uh for a nice Saints win. Yes, yes indeed. <laughs> oh, all right. So that brings us to halftime. And with halftime, we've come to our favorite part of the show. Oh, my God, it's going to blow. It's a Tomas rant. That's right. I don't want to hear these facts. Daddy, she's going to blow. I, I, I have opinion. I got a new coming in. It's going to blow in less than a minute. Facts don't mean anything to me. It's going to blow. It's going to blow. My opinion overranks the fact, okay? It's going to blow up. It's going to blow up. And she will. Just a mathematical certainty. All right, Tomas, what's your rant All for right. this week? All right, here's my rant. And I'm glad we have an offensive lineman here with us today. Yeah. Because this is my rant. Why do we not run the damn ball more? Hmm. I go into the huddle and I say, boys, you five gentlemen across the front of the line, push, because we're going to run the ball. We're going to give the ball to Alvin. We're going to give the ball to Williams. So start. Because I'm telling you, Williams gets the ball. How many yards does he get? Man, he looks good hitting the corner, right? He breaks off between the guard and the tackle. Off he goes. Alvin's looking pretty good. You know, I mean, they're, every team keys on Alvin. So he's not going to necessarily get one of those long runs again. But you tell the offensive lineman, you know what? Screw the pass protection. When I snap the ball... Go out there and knock somebody's ass on the ground. There you go. You're real offensive lineman. You like to run the ball. I mean, I've always heard this all my life. I'm sure Craig will tell me one way or another. But I've heard all my life, man, the offensive linemen love to run the ball. The more they run the ball, the better it is. They really like it. Well, you know what? Then let's get out there. You know, Pete is much better in the run game than the pass game. Okay, let's go. You know, instead... You know, we have all this BS going on, all these little dump passes where we're getting beat. You know, and I don't, if that's Carmichael's play calling, then you know what? You know, he should go do a Charmin commercial, you know, because it's about as worthless as one ply tissue. So, you know, as far as I'm concerned, that's right. That's what he is one ply tissue. You know, the kind where you go to wipe your behind and oops, your finger goes right through it, right? That's Dale's favorite. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm saying? So that must be Carmichael's favorite. You know, I mean, like, oops. Okay. It, it looks like so, Carmichael gets scared. Is he had a couple of possessions where it was five yards, four yards, five yards, four yards, and then he gets a two-yard carry and he and he gets scared. He goes, "Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Let, let's start throwing the ball here. Yeah, we don't want to be stuck in a third saying, long." Right? You know? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You know, you yep. just keep pounding the rock, keep pounding it. And eventually, those guys on the defensive line are getting tired. Okay, so now you can hit a screen because now they don't have the shoes to get out to the outside anymore. But when you don't, they have enough, you know, vigor still to get out there. You know, so what, though, to me, in this that's game, my rant, man. But this is an interesting comment. You're, you're saying we need to stick with the run more. In the second half of that game, it was the pass that kind of carried us away. Like we were. We were back and forth trying to run the ball, and as soon as we started opening it up downfield, that's when we kind of put their foot on put foot on their throat and ended the damn thing. So, is our running the ball setting up the pass, or do we need to keep running to keep the time possession and do all that old school football stuff that I like so much? It looked to me like throwing the ball is actually what ended up winning the game late. I think that that when you run the ball, yes, you set up the pass. But I think you have to run the ball, even if you go one, two, three out, you still keep pounding the ball so that you can throw the pass. I still believe that some of those passes that you say, you know, God is going down the field, weren't great passes. They were great catches, 
but they weren't necessarily great passes. So to me, I still would go back to say, I don't believe we ran the ball hard enough. And I would give our offensive line much more of a chance, you know. And, you know, I, and they can't blame the offensive line all the time because, again, several times until finally McCoy blew up, you know, Carr comes to the line and calls the wrong damn scheme, yeah. you know. And how many oh, times okay. has, he, has he done that? That's not the first time he does that, you know. So, uh, yeah, Rump is everybody's favorite. I told yeah. you, Dale's a big fan. <laughs> That's great. Uh, (laughs) You get a surprise at the end. To me, it just it just seems that you know if Carr can't make the right call, then you know what? Just go up to the line and run the damn ball until the defensive line gets tired of having them run. They scoot up, the linebacker scoot up, the safety scoot up. Okay, now we can throw some of those passes and do something. But you know, that's just my particular view of it. You're you're right. You're right. Run the ball down your throat. It wears the defense down. It makes them tired if you're getting first downs. If you do it three times and punt, and then they're on the, the bench for the next 20 minutes, it doesn't wear them out anymore. It's exactly as exhausting to rush the pass or it is to defend the run. I've played defense too. The thing about it, if you're moving the sticks running the ball, you take the wind out of them. You, their body blows. It's it's hitting the boxer in the ribs, and you're bringing him, his arms down. But if you can't convert those first downs and – we're not a good short yardage team without Taysom out there. You have to be able to throw the ball. The biggest problem that we're all ignoring is that this team is incapable of using play action. You set up the yeah. run pass, and the natural progression of that is you fake the damn run, yes. and then you throw the damn pass. That's a play I, action pass. We just yes. don't do it. I agree. When we I started doing it against the Lions, we were extremely effective doing it. And then this week, we don't think we ran it at all. Well, we, we, have, we have one. I got one in my notes here uh, that one. we're going to get to for sure. Cool. Um, so that the second half, we, we start off, well, um, the Panthers give us a first down, basically shout out to uh shy Tuttle for giving us a free first down on a short yardage play where the same thing like, like they were going to run a play, but you know, they ran a hard count shy Tuttle across the line, give us an automatic first down. So, Hey, that's pretty cool that we let him walk in free agency and he still wanted to help us out. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Shout out Shad Tuttle, man. Yeah. I, I remember these things, okay? I know Dave doesn't like to live in the past, okay? But I remember these guys. Shout out to Shad Tuttle. <laughs> well, the kill, kill got him. Yeah. He was fine until yeah. he got the kill, kill. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody was, like, was running a play in that scenario. The guy, kill, guys kill, going in go. motion and resetting right. and kill, kill. Shut up, Derek Carr. No one had it. <laughs> there was no play going to get ran right there, you dummies. Oh, my God. This is why the Panthers are 1-12 and and have their future tied to a quarterback that sucks. Yep. Oh, man. Yep. But, but, hey, unfortunately, that, that drive didn't lead to any points. We ended up punting. Um, Panthers get the ball back, and on this drive, this is where Sanders breaks a 48-yard run um, and gets the Panthers into the red zone. Shout out to um, to Adebo for knocking Adebo. him out at the goal yeah. line, though. Good hustle. Yeah. Adebo's a good player, man. Yeah, that was good. All the way from the opposite side of the field to still come back and get him, yeah. Right. So we followed that up with a sack by Demario Davis to force the third down and ultimately – Panthers kick a field goal that makes it 14-6 Saints. So good good stands there by the, by the defense. I mean, yeah. that yeah. was definitely a drive where it was supposed to end up in, in, in six points, and it didn't. So um, shout out to the defense for standing up there. So now the next uh, possession is when the offense gets the ball back, and this is where we see McCoy fussing at Carr. And I was fussing. wondering, what, what the hell's going on? Your center's fussing at your quarterback. <laughs> so what what did you see there uh craig this is the perfect time to have you on here so this happens all the time uh usually it's not as dramatic because usually the offense isn't as frustrated as it has been uh one of the things i talked about Derek carr coming in this building is he does what drew Brees used to do and that's dictate the protect protections so the last <laughs> couple of years that's been mccoy's job he gets up to the line he's looking at there's there's the mic there's the will where i go we're going to do this over here he's dictating everything from there he's calling that out he doesn't have the best view Right. And good offense is the quarterback dictates that protection and just tells the O-line what they're doing. Okay. Carr is a good quarterback, so he's calling out those protections, right? He gets up there. He calls it out. 
He misses something. Guy comes clean through the middle, sacks him, ends the drive. O-line looks like they blew a, an unblocked guy, makes them look terrible, and he's pissed. It's like, so you, we look like shit because you're doing your job wrong, and people are going to blame us for you doing it wrong. Like Part of the quarterback's job happens before the ball is snapped, and that's part of his job. So if he's not going to make those calls correctly, and I guarantee you that that is not the first time that's happened. We talked about how many sacks he's been taken and how the O-line has been so terrible. Seeing it in, in bright, you know, HD color TV right now, I bet you a lot of those sacks have been Derek Carr calling out bad protections. It's not an isolated incident. This is just one that was really obvious because McCoy got pissed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with a lot. Yeah. I, I, and I think that that's part of the issue with the O-line, like you said. I don't think the O-line is nearly as bad as some people think that it is. And I think that it's just, you know, if Carr is making the calls and he's not making the right calls, and then – Remember when we had Penning in there, you know, you're talking about a young kid who has no freaking clue, you know, and has no help from the inside most of the time. You make a bad call, well, you know, he he can't, he's not really ready to play, get a bad call from the quarterback, you know, because even the, even the veteran guys don't look good, right, Craig? So Ramchek has struggled, you know, we've, uh, McCoy has had a better second half of the year than first half, but there's been a lot of bumps on on just just on production from them, but I think a lot of it is is the coaching, and it's a lot about being in the wrong place at the wrong time. There's yeah. not a lot of, outside of Ramchek, who's who's been overpowered a few times. It's not usually a guy just getting whipped. It's usually a guy being out of position and unable to make up for it. Yes. And part of that is calling out the damn protections. So Derek Carr could be directly responsible for some of his own damn injuries. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know last season, um, Jameis Winston didn't didn't look like he was making those calls and there right. was a lot of uh a lot of sacks and stuff like that in, in rush and yeah. so James now Winston is a special circumstance well yeah but 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 obtaining car the thought was yeah he was going to be able to call out those those line calls make the correct adjustments and stuff and so yeah maybe he is the problem with the offensive line underperforming this season and not looking as good as we thought they would look you know this season so well, Doug Marone is is the main reason that this offensive line is not. Oh yeah, he's, he's guilty too. <laughs> we've got right, look at look at this line. This so coach, uh, yes. Pete was a first round pick. Uh, yes. We've got McCoy is a second round pick. Ruiz is a first round pick. Ramchek is a first round pick. Penning is a first round pick, not even playing. Right. So you've got you. We have invested as much as any team in the league in that O line. There are first round picks up and down that damn thing, and they're not producing. And you can't tell me they're not talented players because they were going to get drafted real high. If we didn't pick them, somebody was going to take them high. Yep. So the only the only way to, to tell me that these are just – they're all bums. All of them are bad. Ramchek has declined. Ruiz got better, and then he got hurt, and now he's worse. And it's got to be – it's got to be O-line coaching. It's got to be scheme. You know, our the offensive coordinator, the system – the scheme that we do, it is built for a guy like Drew Brees to run. And we don't have a guy like Drew Brees. We will never have a guy like Drew Brees. Drew Brees was a unicorn. And if you keep trying to make Derek Carr be Drew, Drew Brees, we're going to have more of these 12 completions for 39 yards kind of games. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's a great point there, Craig. Yeah. Um, all right, so the defense back on the field, we see Grandison come up with a sixth sack of the year, and that forces a field goal. And Carolina kicks, and it's no good. So we're still at uh, 14-6 here. Um, really good stand there by the defense. And, you know, getting an actual sack, we don't see that too often from New Orleans. So. Do you know how much more expensive Granderson would have been if we didn't sign him already? We waited until the end of the year. He ends up with eight sacks, and then we got to try to pay for him. Hmm. We couldn't have afforded him. Yeah, He'd be man. playing in Cincinnati, putting up numbers like some other unnamed. <laughs> well, just, just imagine if we hadn't paid Davenport and instead uh, paid Hex. Yeah, don't talk to me about Davenport. I, I'm I'm in too good a mood right now. Okay, I'm wearing a Santa hat. There is a Christmas tree in the other room. I am up here and talking about Davenport's going to work me down here. Okay, I'm trying to stay up here right now. Okay. <laughs> Because I love you, I'm going to stop on the Davenport. Appreciate you. Because I have a lot more. Hey, I got to bounce in a couple minutes anyway, so you can get all your Davenport talk in as soon as I get out of here and start crying. <laughs> so the same second half possessions went punt, 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 touchdown, touchdown, end of game. 
So with this next possession, this is where Carr used the play action and hit A.T. Perry deep um, with about eight minutes left in the fourth quarter here. I'm sorry. What did they run on that play? Yeah, play action, Craig. We what? ran play action, and it worked. <laughs> and, it, and it made up almost half of the entire day's passing yards? Yep. yep. <laughs> run fucking play action, Carmichael. It's not that hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I say. Um, I, I don't understand what's the what's the deal where they don't want to use play action every week, but it's, when um, we use it, it's really effective. Uh, no, no, no. The, we we figured this out. It's um, uh, incompetence. That's the, mm. that's the. Oh yeah, that was it. Incompetence is why they don't run it more often. Yeah. Well, well. Speaking of incompetence, yep. on this drive, we saw the the officials missed an illegal touch by Pete. Like, how the hell you don't call that? <laughs> I thought for sure that they were going to throw a red flag because if they said incomplete pass, yeah, well then okay, but who caught it or who knocked it down to the floor to the ground? Right. Well, <laughs> so at the very least, it should have been an eligible receiver call. Yes, know? yes. You know, and this is part of this is part of that that O line bias against that you guys keep displaying. When a Debo <laughs> knocks a, a football down to the ground, your eyes are all happy with him. But one of my guys knocks a football down and suddenly, oh, it's illegal touching. How dare you guys be you so go. unfair to my beautiful O line? Okay. It's over offensive line. Real heroes. <laughs> now you need to have the button. Real American hero. You missed it. Okay. <laughs> you, you can't yeah. hit them all. You can't hit them all. Yeah. That's it for me, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. I will be on the uh, beer cha- beer run this Tuesday. Uh, have fun the rest of the show, guys. <laughs> All, All right, right Take care, brother. <laughs> All right. So then we see Jimmy Graham with a great contested catch for first down. Um, re- really great to see him in the game, first of all. But the fact that they call a number, used him, good stuff. Right. Good stuff. He was in the game honest. earlier. Yeah. I texted out, you know, Graham's sighting, you know. So I was like, oh, okay. But, yeah, they should. Uh, again, we go back to when they signed Jimmy Graham, they said, oh, we have a plan for him. And I think everybody thought, yeah, anytime we're inside the red zone, Jimmy Graham. And yet, you know, he had, uh, before this game, right, He, I think he had two completions for two touchdowns, right? Yeah. That was like what his score sheet was, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it's, it's pretty obvious. And like I said earlier, right, when you're 6'8", and you throw the ball up nine and a half feet into the air, the only guy who's going to catch it is going to be 6'8". Right. You know? right yeah. So it's not necessarily that it was a really great pass. It was just, it's way the hell up there. Only he could catch it. You know? It's effective. It works. <laughs> well, and you know, I, what? one of the things that I like about Graham, and always like this, and I, and I would wish that the other receivers would catch on, Jimmy Graham catches the ball at his highest yeah. point. Yeah, You know, he's very consistent about that, right? He yeah. doesn't jump early. He doesn't jump late. It's like he's got the timing down that he knows exactly where to, when to jump to catch the ball at his highest point. And if we could get some of the other players to do that, man, you know, then you can then you can win a lot of games with an average quarterback, you yeah. know? Yeah, just like that, that deep pass to Olave in the game, he could have went up to, to catch it instead of waiting on it to come down. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yep, I agree with you. But um, so after this, this Jimmy Graham play, uh, Carr fouls it up with a slant to Olave in the red zone for a touchdown. It's 21-6. Yep. Saints, um, look, shout out to Carr, red zone conversion. And he hit a slant as, as two and one right there. So that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. But at this point in the game, it's the fourth quarter, and he's got 99 yards passing. At this point. And, and at this point, I'm still going, I don't know if we're going to win this game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it tells you, you know, what this team has done to us, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really try very hard to be optimistic from the very beginning. Okay, it's a game we're going to win, you know. But even, you know, we went 21-6, to six and I'm thinking, man, yeah. you know. I, I, I put them at 23-20, Saints winning. I said, but man, I don't know, you yeah. know. Yeah. So the Saints get the ball back. And Jimmy Graham hits Jimmy. I'm sorry, Carr hits Jimmy Graham yeah. for another touchdown. And this is also in the red zone. And so this makes it 28 6 Saints. Now I'm feeling good. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Now There's I'm no doubts about it at this point. 
<laughs> things, things can't hurt me now. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's what I'm figuring. I'm figuring, you know, I, I said 20 points he'd score, so they got right. six. Even if they scored another touchdown, it's 13. We're still going to win, you know? So yep. I felt pretty good at that point, yes. So, yep. So this is this is the game in a nutshell. Um, who do you have for your players of the game, offense and defense? Well, on offense, I got to go with Jimmy Graham. Okay. I don't know who else I could go with. You know, I, I appreciated some of the hard running by Kamara and Williams, but mm-hmm. truthfully, in this game, I, I have to thank Graham for some really outstanding play, catching the ball and scoring the points. So on offense, I go Jimmy Graham, who we used to say was a soft serve with no sprinkles. Yeah. Apparently, he's he's learned some more about football, and now he has the sprinkles. So God bless him. <laughs> you know? uh, that's what I say. On defense, okay. I, I have to tell you, it, it, it's kind of difficult to pick somebody on defense. I thought Brzee had a good game on the interior. You know, I, I thought that uh, Adebo had a good game. You didn't hear his name called much because they didn't really throw over his side. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, so if I had to pick somebody, I, I think I would pick either Adebo or the other cornerback whose name escapes me. It starts with the Y. Um, oh, Yadam? Yadam, yeah, because I okay. thought he played pretty well. Yeah, he did. He did play well. You know, so I he would pick one well. of those two young men to be our defensive player of the game. So, okay. Those are my picks. That's, that's good picks there, Tomas. Um, for me, um, let's see, on offense, yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't go by anybody but Jimmy Graham. Uh, two catches, two touchdowns, get his man more playing time. Um, <laughs> let's let, let's get Jimmy Graham the ball. I, yes, I must say though, I was um, I was surprised with the run and the effectiveness of the running game without Taysom Hill. Um, we put together 97 yards on the ground, uh, 56 for Kamara and 43 from Jamal Williams, his best game yeah. of the season. So yeah. shout out to him. On defense, I'm probably gonna give it to Demario Davis. Eight mm. tackles. Uh, one and a half sacks. Um, I thought it was a solid game for him. Um, I could have considered Howden because I mean Howden Howden had a lot of tackles and yep. he came yep. up with a, a forced some fumble and a, yep. a sack that kind of thing. So um, definitely good. But I, I, I have to I have to once again shout out Demarco Jackson because I called him a bust and he scored a touchdown. So hey. <laughs> well, like I said, I think I think both Sewell and Jackson, yeah, ha- uh, will, will be you know important to this team, not just on special teams, yeah. you know. And by the way, I meant to mention also, and I and I for- forgot until you were started talking, uh, uh Bowen on oh, uh-huh. on offense, offense, uh-huh. yeah, because I, I think that uh, he he made some really crucial plays at times, um, and of course he's a one of my alma mater's graduates, you know, UK. Yeah. So, SEC uh, guy, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So, but but I thought he did a, an effective job at wide receiver blocking, as well as making some good crucial catches. Yeah, he know? caught he caught all four of his targets for uh, twenty four yards. Had yep. a long of fifteen. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Although, man, it becomes real obvious that Shaheen is a real you know killer weapon on punts and, and kickoffs. You know, yeah. we just don't have anybody to replace him. You know. Yep. So. And, and 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 as wide receiver too. I mean, yes. you really yes. got nothing else for at wide receiver besides At Perry and, yep. and Olave. So yep. Yep. you know, I mean, Bowden Bowden bow bow chipped in with, with a four for twenty four, but that's that's really it after that. Like, yeah. Yeah. There's no wide receivers on on the stat sheet. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, the other thing is not just his catching the ball. He he threw some really good blocks too. Yeah, blocking. Uh-huh. You know. Like on that on that long Williams run, he had a really good block. Right. So, you know, that's why it sort of came to me that you know overall, you know, he was uh, doing a good job. You know, better than Traquan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it was was a good game. You know, overall we got a win, and so you know there were some good standout players, and so you know we'll see how it goes. You know. Yep. Well, the Saints have the Giants up next, so we'll see if we can put together uh, back-to-back wins 
and ultimately um, make your prediction come true and get us to the playoffs here, Tomah. For, for, for I'm that. saying to you, I think that this team, in spite of the coaching staff, can win three of the next four. And if that's the case, then they'll up nine and eight. They'll win the South, and they'll host a playoff game. Okay, so tell me, your your uh, Gail Benson's advisor, the Saints make the playoffs in the scenario that you just laid out. What are you doing with the coaching staff? What are you doing with the team? I I think that there's not going to be a choice. I think that. We know for a fact that the contract with Carr, there's no out. So he's going to be the quarterback next season. That being the case, if they win three of the four, I think that Dennis Allen saves his job. Mm. Uh, I think that Pete Carmichael will leave. If you recall, he didn't really want the gig to begin with. So I think that he will, of himself, just remove himself from the the game. Um, So I think that that will be it. I think the coaching changes, I could see Marone going offensive line. I could see Pete Carmichael going offensive coordinator. Um, I I think for sure those two will be the scapegoats, if you will. But I don't think that – I think that she will let the team go on another year with Allen and Carr simply because, like I said to you, because I think they tied at the hip. You know, Dennis Allen drafted him in Oakland, and – you know, I think he he told Mrs. Benson, "Look, I want my own quarterback," and so you know, she and the and our GM said, "Okay, fine. You know, we'll let you have your quarterback." They paid way too much for him, but there's no out in the contract. So, I think the two joined at the hip, stay on one more year. You know, okay. and and I don't expect much of a better record for next year, to tell you the truth. I think yeah. we win nine or ten games next week, next year. That's about you know, pretty good. Okay, so if 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 that's a scenario where we bring back um, Dennis Allen, how do you play it as the front office? Are you really aggressive like you've been the past two years, or are you playing this a little bit more conservative because you haven't gotten the results that you expected the past two years? Well, you know, this is what I I said earlier to 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 several people you know, who are enamored with these quarterbacks. Oh, it's the best quarterback field, you know, in several years. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Then you end up like Carolina because mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to be a top 10 pick. So do you trade and make the same mistake you made with Davenport and move up, you know, give up next year's as well as this year? I don't think so. Okay. And so not being top 10, we have more holes to fill. So to me, I think we go, I know people aren't going to be happy with it, but I think we go either offensive tackle or we go uh, defensive uh, uh, end. Okay. You know, I think that's the way we go. If we're going to pick a 10 and everybody's going to be hot to trot for these top five quarterbacks, that means that some of these defensive guys are going to fall. Yeah. And, you know, so it wouldn't surprise me at all if our GM says, okay, let's pick some li- offensive linemen, defensive linemen, uh, linebacker for sure. You know, and then let's see where it goes from there. Uh, I don't think we pick quarterback because, and I, I know people say, yeah, we pick one. He sits behind Carr for a year. Mm, I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, I think they go. They just say we're stuck with Carr for at least one more year, maybe two. Yeah. So no sense in getting a young kid, make him sit on the bench for more than one year. You know, this is it's not a situation like you know Green Bay had, right? Uh, where where they they sat you know, a, a future Hall of Famer behind a Hall of Fame, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's not the same not the same situation because Carr is not in that discussion, in my opinion, yeah. you know? So uh, it was one thing to say, let's let Jameis sit behind Drew and try, hopefully he picks something from Drew. That was one I could understand. Okay. But the pick, you know, and, and I don't think we get Daniels, to tell you the truth. You know, I think we'd probably get uh, Pennis, you know, probably. Uh, if, if we got anybody. Uh, and and you're going to make the kids sit behind Carr? What, what, what can you learn from Carr? You know? <laughs> you know? I, I'm, I'm being truthful. I mean, yeah. if you put somebody in and tell them to sit behind somebody, you know, Aaron Rodgers sat behind Favre. Okay. Mm-hmm. These are two guys going to be, you know, in the Hall of Fame. Okay. You had Young sit behind Montana. Two guys in the Hall of Fame. Okay. You have somebody sit behind Carr. Carr's not going to Hall of Fame, 
you know? So sorry, I, I just I just don't see that, mm. you know? And especially because, as Craig said before, there's an issue. We have, we have picked first-round picks on the offensive line all across the offensive line, and we still can't do a good job with all. So Marone's got to go. Yeah. Got to have somebody different in there. Agreed. You know? Yes. And and the kid from Notre Dame, the offensive tackle from Notre Dame, everybody talks big about this guy. I mean, again, I think he's better than Penning. So if we could get him in, that would be a great plus for the offensive line. Or, as I said, we can go defensive line, not interior. We have to go exterior because I love Cam, you know, and he's going to retire with this team. But Cam's lost at least one step. And now you can see Age is catching up with him because he's beat up. You know, and he can't bounce back from those injuries. Yep. And I think Demario the same thing. You know, we're talking about a guy who's been outstanding. I think that's one of the greatest, except for Drew Brees, the greatest free agent signing we've had is Demario Day. Yeah. You know, oh, so sure. and and Honey Badgers, man, look, he's lost at least two steps. Mm-hmm. He couldn't catch up with the kid. Couldn't even cut off the angle when uh, when Young started running. So. You know, I know, but he, he still lead us in like guys, interceptions like but, the past two years, right? So <laughs> well, you know, well, he's he's an experienced fellow who knows where to position himself. I didn't say he doesn't play great ball. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying speed-wise, yeah, yeah. he can't catch up with the people anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? And and if you got May's not back there, you got a young rookie who I really like at safety, you know. Oh no, he's second. He's second. Um, but Debo leads the team at four interceptions. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but still, I mean, he's still up there with interceptions. It's just, mm-hmm. I'm just saying to you that I think we need to start looking, projecting for the future. Yeah, you know, these guys are going to play for another year or two, but by then they definitely have to be replaced. And just like, let me tell you something, I really like. I really like when I saw when they showed Cam Jordan on the sideline working with Bond. You know, showing them, no, your hand has to go this way. Your, your arm has to go this way. That's what we need. Yeah. We need, while these older generation can still play, you know, we need them to be the, 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 the not a coach, but somebody who actually plays the game. A mentor. To show them these little things, you yeah. know. Mentor. Because it's, because it's little things that make a difference. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So, so, so that's my thought. I mean, I, I just don't see us. I think Mrs. Benson will, will, allow the people that she's hired to make the choices, you know? And so <clears throat> I believe if, if they truly win three of the four, I think Dennis Allen saves his job. You know, mm-hmm. actually, I believe he wins two of the four. I think Dennis Allen saves his job. Ooh. Now, if he loses all four, <laughs> maybe not. Hey, I'm, you know, I hope you're wrong about Dennis Allen, uh, keeping his job. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what ends up happening here. Um, <laughs> that'll, that'll wrap it up for us this week on All right, brother. the Bear Chaser. Um, again, the Saints win 28 to 6 over the Panthers. Um, we will see you again next week when the Saints face off against the Giants. Hopefully, we'll be talking about another win. That's right, another win. That's yes, right. sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, so sir. For Tomas and Craig, who had to leave, I am Dale. Who that? Later. Remember to follow us on social media at BSNBMedia. Also, smash the like button on YouTube 